Welcome to Teacher, Treat Yourself, a show about going the distance with teaching. I'm Paige, and I'm here with my friend Tracy, and my sister Carrie is taking her girls to gymnastics class right now, so she's not with us. But Tracy is, I want to introduce her, she's my fabulous ESL teaching partner. We have been teaching together for five years, sharing a room, and... Um, usually loving each other, sometimes hating each other and irritating each other. But overall, it's been a joy. <laughs> Did I, that throw you off? That threw me off. I just didn't know what to expect. But I well, was, I mean, because it's like we're like sisters. You know what I yes. mean? Like we can. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, we can. We can argue, and then it's like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, you know? it works. And like that's what I was saying. I've never worked with someone that balances me so well. Like. I really think that, you know, we have a good relationship. I do too. And we have a very similar philosophy, which works out perfectly. And today's topic of our episode is um, organization and prioritization. Organize and prioritize. That's the topic today. Um, And so let's talk about organization. Now, this is something I truly, truly struggle with. I don't even want to tell you how bad I am at being organized. I have had a box. I have a box that says file later. (laughs) And throughout the years, I use the file or use anything I want to save. I put it in my box and I just keep putting things in the box that's labeled file later. I have lots of boxes labeled miscellaneous and a little of this, a little of that. So, organization's not my strong suit, but I have learned a couple things, and one's from you. This is my favorite thing um, that you do, and now I've started doing. Before I leave work, I set out the materials for my first lesson. And so, I set out, since it's a guided reading group, I set out their books. I set out my manual. If we need the notebooks, I have those just ready to go on the table. And so, as soon as I walk in, all my materials are ready, and even when I, like, before I leave for my plan time or lunch, I try to set out whatever I'm going to use next or at least have it super duper handy. And I just find that makes things go a lot smoother. Yes. I would say as far as the organization in my life, um, I have different levels of organization. Some areas of school life are organized better than others. Um, Mm. uh, Just on a day to day basis, I like to organize my things in little, um, Tubs or yes. boxes back on yes. the back counter. You have those labeled, I've noticed. I do. I label them with a post-it note because a post-it note can easily be changed. Yes. I like to keep my groups fluid. And yes. the post-it allows And we have for students coming in and out. Fluidity. Yes. I'm not trying to type up um, a label for my tub. No. We know a fabulous teacher we work with who types up labels for binders and tubs, and I applaud her, but I'm not doing that. Yeah, cute no way. checkered things. That's just not what I'm it's about. It's for others. Pastels. We're about so, post-its. Yeah, post-its. I, you could sit here and talk for an hour about post-its if you wanted to. I mean, We cannot get our hands on enough post-its from the supply lady. I stole post-its from the meetings today. <gasps> you did not. Yeah, I did. I, Were they the little tiny ones or the bigger ones? No, like the square ones. I needed yeah. some for my planning yeah. this weekend. You know what, though? It all comes from the same bucket, the exactly. district funds. Not district a problem. Funds. Oh, yes. We should say we were at a professional development all day. 
um, and kind of meetings all day. And I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to admit this because I think other teachers feel the same way. I get so anxious and stressed from some meetings and professional development. Um, like, I'd usually almost rather be teaching. I would even say that I would rather be teaching than be at professional development or a meeting. And I go ahead and pop a Xanax before I go. Well, and that's interesting because I do not get stressed about these meetings because so much of what comes to us at these meetings, mm. I would file under the no big whoop column. In oh, my yes. Life. I probably brought that up a little early, but... That's okay. That's okay because... Yes, so Tracy and I have developed our own system, which we would like to put out there into the world, into the world of teachers, and really everybody's world, and it's called the No Big Whoop or the Big Whoop. Yes. Is it a file or column well, or list? it was a chart. I think it was a, or it was I a, think it was a file a list. or list. It yeah. started off as a list. a list. Now we're thinking of it more as a file in our mind. Yeah, it's, in there's our brain. A big Whoop file and No Big Whoop file. You're right. The stuff they say at the meetings is no big whoop. But sometimes while I'm sitting there, I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, like stress, like I have to do this and that. And now you're telling me I have to add this on. Um, but you're right. Like just relax because it's going to be fine. They make it seem like you a know. bigger deal than it actually is going mm -hmm. to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. You'll figure it out. Just relax. And yeah, I, and the advice you, I would give myself, I'm, I'm always trying to advise myself relax. It's going to be okay. Yes. And if you missed something, no big whoop. That's true. Someone in that big meeting caught it. They'll yes. Catch yes. Up and help you with it. We'll tell, tell you more about our no big, big whoop and big whoop uh, system later in the, in the episode. Um, back to talking about organizing. I have gotten better about having my files organized. And even I just tell myself like, as soon as I get it ready, put it back in my file cabinet. I'm trying to get away from the file later. My file cabinet is just by my desk. It's really not that hard. And I feel like a million bucks. Just the other day, I noticed a student, um, we were talking about character traits. And it wasn't the objective, but he was so off that I wanted to grab something. I went over to my file cabinet to the C section. That character traits file was there. It's amazing. With the posters, the materials, everything. A song. <laughs> lyrics to a character traits song. The file was in the C section. I pulled it out. I just felt so on top of it. <laughs> I'm sure that the students were thinking the same thing. No, I'm joking. But it feels good to have stuff filed. I think it's worth the time to go ahead and put it back in the file. Exactly. Cabinet. And that's a big deal, too, considering the fact that since we've been teaching together these five years, we've been in three different locations. Mm -hmm. So we current well, both of us currently have materials, files, boxes in, in various places, places all over the building. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to just be able to open up that file cabinet and pull out that file that you need. Yeah. It can do wonders for your teaching. Yeah. You know how I feel about that book. The life-changing magic of tidying up. Yes. Which I will put in the show notes. Um, I listen to the book on CD as I do all my reading through CDs. I loved her philosophy to throw anything out that doesn't bring you joy. Yes. Joy, as you know, is like my favorite word. If it doesn't bring you joy, throw it out. But, and it's a good philosophy, but... 
be careful about doing that at school. <laughs> there may be things you need that don't bring you joy. <laughs> I remember that day I was cleaning things up and it was like a work day, but anyway. Yeah, you can't really use that. Like if you're a sixth grade teacher and you're cleaning out a cube at the yeah. end of elementary school, you can't use that advice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. It's more a question of... Will I need to use this in the future? And I love that we can do things on Pinterest and online, and I try to keep everything online as much as I can. But I also find having paper copies is also super easy. Yes. So yes. a little of both, I guess. Yeah, there needs to be balance. You've got your tubs. I've got my tubs, and that's working really nicely. Where did you find those tubs? Um, <laughs> did you spend an arm and a leg on those? No, 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 definitely not. I went straight to the bathroom. Oh. The bathroom is where I find a lot of valuable supplies, whether it's yes. a crate, a box, a tub, a file cabinet. I mean, I've seen some chairs. books with tapes in there. <laughs> I mean... I wonder if there's any other teachers out there that have a little nook in their school where people put things and you can go and find. I would so bet. you found your, your bins there. Because yes. if you had gone to a store and bought them, it could have been like, I don't know, seven bucks. Oh, definitely. These are heavy-duty bins. Yeah. These are no like dollar store bins. Yeah. They're heavy-duty. And actually, it's a mix. It's a mix of um, some bins that were left behind by the teacher who was in our room last year. Mm-hmm. Bins, I mean, these bins were full of paper clips, like, mm -hmm. and all kinds of nonsense, which mm. we just dumped out for the most mm -hmm. part. But so that's where half of them came from. The other half that were similar in size and uh, strength to those were yeah. found in the bathroom. One thing I've noticed about you, you are not afraid to put things in the trash. <sighs> yes, that's true. You will just take something and just dump it. Mm -hmm. I, because certain things really truly belong in the trash. There's a couple of challenges that, that we have faced or that other teachers may relate to with throwing things out. Two things. Number one, teachers who are hoarders. They find me putting something in the dumpster and will take it out. This particular teacher, who I dearly love, is retired, so I don't think there's anyone doing that anymore. Second person, our dear friend. Oh, yes. Other people in the building. Yeah. Our dear friend, the engineer. Yes. The custodian. He sometimes finds things in the trash and can't believe I threw it out. And However, we did get a couple of good bean bags out of the trash. Yeah, but he, he, he gave it. So anyway, yeah, throwing things out is always good. Now, moving on, was there anything else you wanted to say about keeping organized? Um, oh, I will say binders are a great way to keep organized. Like, just write on it, whatever. Like, the state test and make a binder of that. Oh, yeah. But you have to have a three-hole punch. Mm-hmm, which can be tricky. Mine disappear all the time. I don't yeah. have one currently. So. I bought a swing line three-hole punch. If anyone takes it, they are dead to me. <laughs> I love my three-hole punch. Yeah, I don't have one. Now that I know there's one over on that side of the room, perhaps, I, perhaps I could bring binders back into yeah. my life. Um, yeah, binders. We do a lot of just files, boxes. Um, you do a lot of notes and lists. Oh, I am a note and list I see person. you crossing things off of lists and making all kinds of lists. Sometimes I just walk over to your side of the room to glance at your lists and see if I'm forgetting anything. <laughs> well, and my lists are how I, one of the first ways I prioritize what I'm Oh, good. Do. Yeah, let's talk what about I'm prioritizing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so at the end of the day, I, just talking about how you prioritize things in the world of teaching, I mean, 
in probably any job, but especially in the world of teaching, mm-hmm. how do you prioritize? Because your job is to be a teacher, but yes. you have another full-time job on top of that, which is all of the things you need to do to be the teacher. Yes. Planning and prepping and all that. So before I leave, I like to make a list. At the before end of, you leave? At, oh, at, at the, the end, end of the day. day. Not every day, but when uh-huh. I know things are going on. I'd say oh. about three days a week I make a list. For do you have myself. a lot of various lists going on? Um, not usually. Yeah. Usually I have a, like a list at school mm-hmm. and I have a list at home sometimes or a list mm-hmm. in my purse. I tried, I see people like. With fancy. Dr- yeah. Fancy people walking around with little notebooks that they seem to just, they bring to all the meetings yes, yes. and they write, you know, they Fabulous. write everything. And, and the notebooks are so cute that I'm seeing. They're really cute, but. Uh, there's no way to really throw it in the trash release. when you're done. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. you can cross it off, but then you're mm-hmm. still carrying that around. And I like to just get rid of it. Like, <laughs> you cross it off, but it's still there. Yeah, it's still there. You like to put it in the trash like when you're done. In the trash. Yeah, I don't yeah. need all that. I'm not trying to keep a record of all of my work either. Yeah, I would go back and reread the list. I oh, know geez. I would, and then oh my gosh. which I I do keep records of some things but some of those really cute planners I have looked online they are very very expensive yes and there's a new they're planner. beautiful but yeah it's not, it's just not my thing a yeah. post-it back to post-its yeah. a post-it is the way to go with your list make a list of mm-hmm. what you need to do mm-hmm. the next day I have a way of doing things where I put each post I try to have each post-it be a separate to do. And I usually put the little tiny, they're all little tiny post-its, as you can see. I'm pointing to my laptop. Mm-hmm. So once I get it done, take that off and put oh. it in the trash. I do and don't like it because it's also kind of a, like, always there. Yeah. You know, like, it's always there. I'm seeing it. But it helps me make sure I get it done. I put it on separate ones, so that I helps. I like that. I didn't realize yeah. you were doing that. I keep, I think most teachers have a, at least one post-it or two post-its there. Yeah. Um, but I like that because sometimes, oh, then when you don't get one of those things done, yes, then that post-it just sits there and nags at you and nags yeah. at you until you finally do something about it. I got True. rid of a post-it the other day. Just all I had to do was ask Miss Mo, hey, did those groups get made smaller? Yeah. And she said yes, and then I was able to get rid of the post-it. Shout out to Miss Mo. Miss Mo mm. is amazing. She is our paraprofessional who we teach with. She is basically, she really is a third teacher in yes, our room. She is. And she's a delight to work with. Matoko is her yes. full name, but um, she's so cool. We love her. Yeah. We absolutely cannot say enough good things about She's Mo. so cool. Okay, and with prioritizing, like with those little post-its and then all the emails Ugh. and then um, different things that we need to make sure we get done. To decide what to do first, I have my rule of thumb B, and I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode, planning first. And every time I see new teachers um, stressing, I wish I could just go in and just like tell them what I've, all the mistakes I've made yes. and, and then things that I've learned. Um, and just to think about getting your plans done first, have that be your first thing. Do And I try not to get too carried away with um, getting on Pinterest and you know, doing yes. loads and loads of ideas. I like to do a little bit of Pinterest sometimes just for fun. But I'm um, just thinking, what do we need to learn next? 
you know, at the beginning of every year, I make my long range plans. And when I was a new teacher, I would make them with, um, like my grade partner, another teacher who knew what had to get done, Mm -hmm. make the long range plans. And then you look back at that as you make your weekly plans and just have the plans be my number one priority. I by no means want my plans to be beautiful or fancy or take me a lot of time. I just not up for that. I'm going to be real honest about something I did recently (laughs) with my writing plans. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. I think it's an okay thing to do, though. Um, So I have this fabulous writing manual, and there's an overview at the beginning of every week that shows kind of the objective and the steps. I took a picture of it with my phone, blew it up, printed it out, and then I read through each day and took just like little mini notes and put that in my plan book because I didn't want to waste my time retyping what was in the in the manual. But I do take the time to look through my manual and I highlight and I text tag and make little notes to myself. And then I put a couple notes on that. I printed it off. It saved me so much time. Yeah. The number one thing is you have to know what you're going to teach your students. Exactly. I don't think your plans should have to look fancy. No. That's all there is to it. I agree. I mean, if you are cutting back on, you know, retyping everything, then that just gives you more time to devote to actually thinking about Yeah, make sure you're actually thinking about doing. it. Think yeah. through it is the most important I do thing. have to make sure I sit through it and I read through it and highlight it and think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, of course. But I mean, it has taken me years to figure that out. As a first year teacher, I would sit and just be petrified and anxious about writing my plans. It felt like this big blank thing. Another little trick, have a really great template. Yes. That you can just type into. Yes. And Do you have anything with planning that helps? Oh, gosh. I mean, that was, re- I mean, it was a struggle for the longest time because you go to meetings and mm-hmm. you there are a lot of expectations, especially for new teachers on plans. And, you know, yeah. they show examples of the best of the best of these things that people have come In up college, with. In college, they really make you type it all out. Yeah. they want, But they want you to think through it. Mm-hmm. Cause you're still new at it. Right. The more you, the more you do it, the more you're like, yes. And I've just, I've it doesn't take as much time. Yeah. And I've gotten into a really comfortable, simple way of writing, reading, guided reading plans. Like mm-hmm. I feel like even this mm-hmm. year, I feel like I really have it figured out. And mm-hmm. yeah, I do like, I think the objective is important, but personally for me, I do not get up get hung up on the, um, like anything more about the objective. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to make something, my objective sound really fabulous. Like, I'm just like, what do they need to know? This is my objective. I want to know my objective so that I know what I'm going for. And I think that's a good trend like that I've seen Mm -hmm. in the time that since I started teaching, when I first started teaching, the objectives were fancy and didn't sound like anything that a kid would understand. Yeah. And now we write them in kid-friendly terms. And, yeah, I think it's good. I agree. Let's see. One second here. We're going to talk a little bit more. Actually, we have to stop here for now. There's lots more good stuff we can say. Hopefully, we can get back to this sometime. Um, But please, give us your ideas. How do you prioritize or organize? And leave those ideas at teachertreatyourself.com or on our Facebook page. And if you like our show, it helps us if you write a review on iTunes or if you subscribe to it. 
So keep working hard. We believe that you are an amazing teacher. And go treat yourself. <laughs>